Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful Wrestling Podcast, January 24th edition. I have been calling this December, like, all the time, and it's very <laughs> aggravating. We had our go-home show for the Royal Rumble. Head over to Fightful.com. Uh, you can get all kinds of Royal Rumble features, Royal Rumble coverage. We're going to have a live stat tracker. We'll have uh, a couple of us there at the event and NXT and Evolve. We've got coverage of NXT and Evolve, of course, UFC Denver this week, podcasts from Shane Helms and Matt Riddle, and, of course, check out our new MMA podcast with UFC stars Sean Pearson and Elias Theodoru. I am not joined by a UFC star yet. We don't know what the future holds for Jeff Hawkins. What? Yes, how are you? Wait, have I been fired? Yeah, you could be a UFC star please, in the future. Please, please refer to me as handsome Jeff Hawkins for the uh, for the Rusev uh, mantra. Thank you, handsome Jeff Hawkins. I got Eeyore in the mail. <laughs> got oh god, you collect Eeyore. those? No, I just get the occasional character I like, and I like Eeyore a lot. We have a lot in common. You do. We gotta talk about this. Hold on, we gotta talk about this Anna Bauert uh, thing. Because I was Anna listening. Bauer, host of Most Ridiculous, which you yes. all should be watching at Fightful.com. We had an issue, by the way. Apparently, all of hers have been going to members only. Uh, and I didn't realize that, guys. Those are open now. But head over to our feature section and Anna Bauert and check out her Royal Rumble predictions. But what's up? You all entering right. the green card rumble? I started the green card rumble, fools. But I don't know who these other contestants are that are, are, are stepping up to me here. But get off my gimmick, number one. Number two, okay, she's what, 12, 13? She's Maybe 26 old. years old. She's 26, that's fine. She has the reference span of a woman almost twice her age, which flummoxes me and interests me even more. She was referencing Police Academy, which there's no way a 26-year-old should have ever, ever seen, I don't think. You know what? We have had no less than... We've had several people try to enter this green card rumble, including a person who sent me a message, and I won't say your name because I'm not trying to put you out there, but let let me read this message. Let me read it off. She referenced Jaws from James Bond, and that, that's a 70s movie. This, this, what are you doing watching movies this at all? This person says, hey, Sean, I heard Anna needs a green card. Tell her to pick me. I'm rich and also around her age. See if you can hook me up. These are real things that are coming through, and I don't know if these people are serious or not. I know one thing. Anna's serious about coming back to America. No, hold on. He's rich. I'll marry him. You know what? <laughs> I am the de facto commissioner of Fightful.com. So, Jeff, yes. you can be in the green card rumble, but you're going in as the number one entrant. Underdog babyface, just where I want to be. So. Huh. Do you think Seth Rollins is going to be in this rumble? Yes. I do too. I think, it, I think it'd be kind of bad to not go into that show. I think there's a scenario where he wins the rumble. 
Sure. I think there's a lot of scenarios where people win the Rumble right now. Yeah. Uh, I wish they would have adopted my idea that you pick your own match for WrestleMania, then it would really open stuff up for WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh, or and the Royal Rumble. But uh, we have SmackDown to talk about, and I love everything about Daniel Bryan and The Miz going at it. It's just fantastic. The Apple, Did- the Apple was a great supporting character in this this segment. Well, I, man, I did not like this segment at all because I thought it was, it it felt like, well, I mean, look, I like the two guys, but this felt like someone else was writing it, to be honest with you. I mean, this felt over the top. This didn't have the same edge that their interplays usually have. It it felt more played for way over the top comedy. I don't know. There was something that was missing in a lot of this show. To me, this felt like a very B show to me. Was. Especially, especially given, I mean, I mean, if that if that raw last night was the go home show for you know where you're getting excited, you're watching this and going, there ain't nobody from this SmackDown roster winning that Rumble. But this this to go with the opener. I I don't know. This this was this was a missed segment for me. Explain to me why you liked it so much. Because the Miz and Daniel Bryan are are fantastic together. That's I, why. I just, yeah okay. I, no, they're fantastic together. I like the two together. I just did this thing, the whole over-the-top laughing shtick and stuff like that. I just kind of went, eh. It's made Miz seem less serious to me. I think you're a hater. I might be tonight. Who knows? There, were, there was quite a bit of stuff I liked on this show, but as a full show, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I guess I'll decide at the end. Randy Orton defeated Luke Harper. I thought this was the best singles match I've seen Orton in in a while. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. First time I've been interested in either one of them in a singles capacity in a while too, which has been a recurring theme with Randy Orton joining the Wyatt family. Bray Wyatt was sitting there like freaking Shao Kahn, just mm-hmm. watching them fight. And uh, he prevented Harper from being counted out, which I thought was good. He wanted them to hash it out in the ring. Orton won with a nice RKO. Wyatt lands a sister Abigail on Luke Harper. Where's this going? I liked just about everything about this. I, I thought it was a very good match. I think you're exactly right. I think Orton looked more motivated than he has in a long time in terms of being a singles performer, not just going through the motions. I liked that touch of Bray. Both trying to straight ahead and then throwing the two in the ring. I thought that was perfect. And then at the end, it, it's like, it's like, you know, that, that same thing. You've let me down. And he takes out Luke for losing. Um, where's this going? I think Harper probably ends up eliminating Bray Wyatt in the in the Rumble, or Randy Orton ends up taking a bullet for Bray at the Rumble. Or I mean, eventually, what's going to happen is it turns out that Orton was playing everybody all along, and he's going to have the match with Bray at WrestleMania. That's what it is, I think. I wonder where I wonder the direction it is headed because Re- WrestleMania's got a lot of question marks, and this yes. close to the show we don't usually see that. No, and I'm cool with that. I like that. Oh, I love it. I love I love this Rumble is is my most anticipated since '92. I, I love this because yeah. I don't know who's going to win. It's it's really great. I and think I know, but I the writing on the wall isn't isn't there for WrestleMania. So very excited. Uh, we had Mickey James back. If every female on the roster, if everybody on the roster at least had delivery like Mickey James. Oh, God. What? You know, no, I, I'm about to agree with you strong, I yeah. think. Oh, shit, She was man. outstanding. She can cut up. You know what pissed me off, though, is, is the people were trying to what her. Oh, no, you don't what someone who's pulling a pretty good promo like this, guys. You stay the hell away, and you let her deliver, and you let her show everybody else on this roster how it's done because nobody, nobody can articulate quite like this. I mean, she's better than she was when she was in the WWE the first time. It's phenomenal. Well, you get pushed in front of a train, and everything changes for you, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey. Isn't it funny though? Like just a year and a half ago, Mickey James was one of, in one of the all-time worst wrestling angles, and now That's... she's back. She's back in the WWE, and she did this. This was phenomenal work from Mickey oh, James. That, that said, I mean, look, you can't deny that her time in TNA gave her some confidence and mm-hmm. gave her a chance to really find her feet as a performer. 
in terms of being on her own and cutting a promo and things like that. I thought, yeah, she was, I didn't, I thought we didn't even need Renee Young in this segment. If they had just left her alone as opposed to questions and she had just cut a promo straight onto the camera, this would have been even better. But this was a great, great promo from her, I thought, especially coming out, uh, you know, and debuting. My only issue was the audience wetting her. That's it. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh, who are these people 16 years later who are wetting stuff? Yeah, you want stuff that sucks. You don't yeah. want stuff that's good. What the hell? Yeah. I it's don't like crowd shaming, but this is it, one. It's all yeah. subjective, of course, but damn. Damn. Uh, she cut a good promo saying that she didn't appreciate the narrative of the Divas Revolution because it negated all the things that she had accomplished, and there were quite a few things. Mm-hmm. I would say up until this Divas Revolution, she was a part of the – Biggest, most important, best, all-encompassing match in WrestleMania history as for women with, with Trish Stratus. I thought that was a great match. I loved it. I, I loved everything about it. Even, even the, the creepy part that WWE edited out, I thought that Mickey James was like, I'll never forget her taking Trish Stratus's leg and dropping it over the top rope. And I was like, savage. That's savage stuff. She yeah, said and as I... Go ahead, Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, and as I as I said in the build up to the Oscar match at NXT, the thing about this is when they talk about that era, the only two people they ever talk about are Trish Stratus and Lita. They never bring up Mickey James's name as being in that pantheon. So, I mean, we we undervalue her contributions in that time period, but she was absolutely a staple and a fundamental part of it. She uh, said that Alexa Bliss wasn't like that. Alexa Bliss had been <laughs> read up on her. <laughs> I guess you she just knew never, all my title wins. She knew you all never my know. Title wins. Oh, yeah. yeah, she spent some extra time in that that NXT tape library area. I guess uh, she. You never know. I hope that the. <laughs> I when hope, I think bookworm, I think Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I hope that it comes out that Alexa just. Like, she ends up shilling the WWE encyclopedia. She's like, I just read a page of the encyclopedia and suckered you in. But uh, I, I thought this was really good. Becky came out. She was she looked motivated as well. They got they uh, mm-hmm. her and or Mickey and Alexa. Sorry, I'm getting flustered, guys. Alexa and Mixie, uh, Mickey beat Becky's ass. Leave her there. This was good stuff. I liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. Almost as much as I love the shopping spree. Go ahead. What's your beef here? I thought I thought this was cringeworthy. You're horrible. I, mean, I thought no. I thought I thought Carmella was fine, and you know the punchline was fine. But you know the uh, yeah, the, <laughs> we have <laughs> to have your the, finest pajama pants. He says. Yeah, no, yeah, no. That was fine. It's just the, 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 the acting gave off a bit stilted, and and you know what? For me, the, I thought the uh, you know the stereotypical effeminate man in the men's shopping. The, I thought that was a bit. A little too on the nose for my liking in in 2017 for my comedy tastes, uh, you know. But I mean, <laughs> it wasn't even good delivery of bad comedy in many ways. I mean, ter- in terms of the outfits coming through, but you know, I mean, it, it it's it's a forgettable segment that filled some time. <laughs> Carmella, I could watch her all day, just do nothing. I, I don't know Man. why, because I'm not into blondes all that much, but I thought I think, she was doing fantastic here. I think him being cringeworthy is what makes it work. There's, okay, there's cringeworthy, and there's cringeworthy trying to be a good actor. He's this not, there's the no way. There's no way he's trying to be a good actor here. Well, no, well, he's trying, well, it, it's. I haven't been to a place this nice since my since last, my last day in court. Come yeah, on. That, that's playing these, for the back of the room. That's these true. Are, these okay, are the, not, the family guy, manatee yes. selecting jokes. That's what these, they're terrible and they're supposed it's, to be terrible. They're supposed to be terrible, but there's a level of self-awareness to it. That's the word I'm looking for that, that I just, and that takes me out of it a little bit. Just me. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's not that I'm not – look, I've been in Ellsworth. I've said Ellsworth has been great for many, many weeks. It's just in these types of skits 
where he's meant to interact with people and they're making him play. Oh, I don't know what, you know, that kind of crap. He's not, he's not believable at playing big. He looks like he's putting it on for the camera. It's that kind of community college acting type thing that you see. And it's just, it's, for me and him, it doesn't match necessarily. There are positives and negatives to having actors on this show, you guys. I yeah. try to have people like Jeff and Anna and Alex because, and believe me, it's a calculated thing, guys. I want people. With I don't mind people experience. playing big either. Hold on, I don't even mind people playing big. There's just a certain level of just it. It's not. It didn't connect for me. That's all. I had some. There's somebody also saying Bailey is cringeworthy. Bailey is awkward, and that's part of the charm of Bailey is that she's awkward in my. Yeah, opinion. but the, yeah, but that's okay. There, there's there's a problem with Bailey though in the way that they're scripting her on the Raw show. Sure, they shouldn't be that scripting not, her for one. That that they're not taking advantage of what makes the the quote unquote cringeworthiness endearing. You know what's weird? The one guy they never script is Goldberg, and that's the one guy they should probably be scripting. Uh, Cheap plug for the the latest Shane Helms podcast we did on Friday where he talked about a fight that Chris Jericho and Goldberg got into. And Chris Jericho shouted, stop it. You're being a goof. And Goldberg says, your mother's a goof. <laughs> they should not let him talk all that they much should. anyways. As I, I said last night, he sounded like a guy who just ran his head into a fucking door backstage. Uh, that said, so I can redeem myself so everybody doesn't think I hated this segment totally, Ellsworth Presley, funny. Liked that. And the, and the no train, I thought was a cool. I thought that was pretty good. Ah, oh, man. Somebody asks if a 17-year-old can enter the green card rumble, and they spelled my name S-H-A-U-N as if my name is not spelled on the screen right now. No, you cannot enter the green card rumble. You have been banned. You have been banned. What else we got? Because of the name, hold on, because of the name or because he's 17? Moving on. Mojo Raleigh wins the Royal <laughs> Rumble qualifying battle royal. And boy, did he ever. He eliminated like everybody except for the VOD villains who were still in the doghouse. Poor Aiden Guerrero. Poor guy. Yeah, no, I, I think you could see this one coming a mile away, given that they had given Mojo the really, I mean, for I mean, on any metric, Mojo gave a heck of a babyface promo on Talking Smack. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. That was really, really good. And he's in there with the 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 Island of Misfit Toys. I mean, it's every other it's every other tag team and Mojo Raleigh. Who do you think's winning? <laughs> but Mojo. it's fine this Did is a royal rumble yeah this is a, this is a royal rumble of very very big guys so that's gonna i mean so it's no surprise that they put mojo in there too i mean he eliminated like everybody mm-hmm. that, that's always a little surprising to me but i mean i, I guess they, they wanted to get him over in one night so yeah they don't have that many representatives for SmackDown, so the representatives they're sending have to be strong, I think, and that's what this was meant to do. Hmm. I mean, I guess you got to do something with Mojo for the next however many months that Zack Ryder's out. Yeah, they're giving him a floater to see if he can run as a singles competitor. This guy ain't going to get over as a baby face. I don't think so either, but they're going to try. And they're going to tone down the more wacky version of his character, I think, to make him a little bit more serious. What did you think about this Cena Styles promo? Because I wasn't as over the moon about it as a lot of people were. I think if you live in a world where the WWE is everything in wrestling, you found it to be a very good babyface promo from John Cena. If you live in a world where other wrestling exists and you're aware of things, and you actually have respect for AJ Styles, I think you looked at it as a heel promo. I think it, it I, to me, this was, to me, I, I watched it, I go, was this promo written by Vince McMahon? That that was my initial thought, because it was like, everything in the WWE was so much better. I didn't spend any time in the indies. 
really? What was that time in UPW then that I, that I seem to remember you doing? And then just, yeah, I mean, he wasn't there long. No, he wasn't there long, but I mean, you know, I, I liked the part. I liked them, including the today show clip where they couldn't remember AJ's name and that being the fuel for AJ's part of the promo. But John Cena's part of the promo came off as completely dickish and heelish to me. Cena, like, oh, man. It's, and the anti-Cena promo thing, it was really cool at first. Yeah. Like, you, you're calling him out. He's not there, all that stuff. Styles even got to use the main event curse word. You got yeah. To use that. Um, but Cena came out with that accent, and he just shit all over AJ. That was it. He just shit on the guy he's facing at the Rumble. Well, he didn't just shit all over... AJ, he he shit all over other wrestling. And it was a, you know, I wasn't built for the, I was built for the WWE. This is the major leagues. This is, you know, it felt very insulary to the WWE universe. I, I forget, I had someone write me that it, with the corollary of a very Bret Hart promo where, where the wrestling world, he's a heel, but to the WWE universe, he's an he's a baby face type of thing. I thought that was a pretty good corollary. I've I was I saw people going crazy over this on Twitter, and I was like, I don't get it. I just didn't get it. Like this isn't this probably wasn't the fifth best promo I've seen from Cena in the last year, and no, he's he's but- not been around a lot. Yeah, no, I didn't buy the promo from Cena in terms of him being passionate about anything. I, I just viewed it as him being kind of mean-spirited towards AJ Styles' other works outside of the WWE compared to him being there the whole time, and this was another of his, I've been here the whole time, this is my home, I live for the WWE, I'm Mr. WWE, but with a certain tinge of phoniness, to be honest with you. Yeah, not big on this. Was it wasn't my thing. Like me neither. Mm. Dolph Ziggler beat Kalisto in about a minute, maybe. He hit a cool super kick to a springboard in Kalisto. Uh, the most important thing about this is how terrible David Otunga is. Um, he's real bad. He's just bad. He's so bad. He sounds like video game lines all the time. I hate yeah. it. Poor guy. I think it's time for Kalista. I think it's time for Kalista to get ported over to 205 Live. I think. I mean, why are they even keeping him on SmackDown if they're going to do this to him? It seems like it because I mean, like it, they used to. I mean, I could see the idea. You know, they wanted to keep a cruiserweight on SmackDown, but everybody can wrestle that style now. A lot of people can anyway. So you're not really missing out on anything. Um. By not having him there. Yeah. Are we are we getting a JBL Dolph showdown possibly at the Rumble? No, I don't think so. Okay, because it, look, it looks like they got JBL possibly. Well, they may do another Dolph versus a legend thing sometime down the road. I'm thinking they may stick JBL in the Rumble because it's in Texas. Yeah, I guess they could. I, I guess I, I didn't pay that much did. attention to the JBL stuff tonight. Well, the JBL part where he gets up and he and he's about to get physically involved with Dolph until Apollo Cruz comes down. They did that on purpose, and I think they did that for a reason. That that that's the only thing I'm thinking. Now I liked what they did with Apollo Cruz here, and I like heel Dolph. I do. I think heel Dolph is better than face Dolph. But it seems to me that they're leading up to something with JBL and Dolph eventually. Next up, we had Naomi's return. She was supposed to fight Natalia, but Nikki is backstage kicking the shit out of her. <laughs> you know, I had always pitched the Peter Griffin versus the chicken angle. I didn't want it to happen with Nikki and Natalia. And this is very similar to the Carmella versus Nikki thing that we just saw. <laughs> I still don't understand why, why Natty stopped at just ramming Nikki's head into a truck. And just walked away while Nikki just kind of, oh, my head. You know, why is she not yes. kicking her then? 
I, I didn't get that. But you know what? The more the more Natty beats on Nikki, the more I'm liking this program. I don't know what that says about yeah, me. Cool. Uh, Naomi got a mic, and I was terrified. As well, you should be. She says, no, it's not going down like that. I want to fight somebody. Alexa Bliss comes out for some reason and then leaves. <laughs> We're coming out, but nah. I want to show you how, how irrelevant you are by giving you my time. And then I'm going to pretend to get in the ring and get out real quick. <laughs> Although she had some nice reactions and a couple of good asides to the crowd. I just think they just wanted to set up this program for later. And that's I, fine. I, I think I Alexa's it, great. I hope it goes towards an Elimination Chamber match. Because, I mean, Alexa's still involved with the Becky Lynch thing and the Mickey James thing. Mm. And uh, I did not like the series of matches that Naomi and Alexa had in October. I thought that their No Mercy match was bad. I yeah. Like yeah. Uh Main event time, Intercontinental Championship Lumberjack match, Ambrose versus The Miz. Did you think they were going to put the title back on The Miz here? No, not a chance. And why is that? I, I just don't think they, they would do that in this style of match. I thought I thought as soon as they brought Lumberjacks out, we we're going to get the contrived. Everybody's in the ring. Oh, it's time for the Royal Rumble again. Kind of spot, and that's what we got. We didn't get one on Raw, though. No. And 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 that's also part of the problem is they did this on SmackDown and only two of those guys are going to be in the Royal Rumble, I think, or three. It didn't matter. I mean, that doesn't get me hyped for the Royal Rumble to watch a bunch of geeks I saw getting thrown out of the ring earlier in the show doing a Royal Rumble spot. This was a match was fine. Dean Ambrose is really good in lumberjack matches. Like, I remember the one with Seth Rollins that he had, and I was like, this is maybe the best lumberjack match I've ever seen in the WWE. And this one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. May have been second best. This was a pretty good match, I thought. What did you think? I thought it was okay. It didn't offend me, I'll put it that way, but I didn't think it was anything special either. It was a match. I thought it it was special that The Miz does the running knee better than Daniel Bryan. Wow. Better than Daniel Bryan. That's uh, you know what took me the first spot where where Ambrose threw Miz out and he pretended he was gonna fall and then caught himself. That just looked so hokey. That kind of took me out of of the lumberjack aspect of it at first. But you know it was it was fine for what it was. I think these two work well together. And but you know I wasn't expecting a title change or anything. So you agree that Miz does a better running knee than Daniel Bryan? I, I haven't want, I haven't seen. To Daniel, I haven't. It's very odd. I need to go back and watch more Daniel Bryan on the network because I miss him so. Hmm. I still love your idea, though. By the way, for WrestleMania, I want that to happen now. And if it doesn't, I'll be angry. Yeah, I wanted that. I mean, he was doing all the the mannerisms. He was doing the his his own finisher better than him. He was doing a lot of those things. Um. They were in Toledo, right? They're in. Yeah. Who the hell cares where they were? Well, no, I just liked that opening line because he's from, I think, right outside of Cleveland. He comes in because Toledo is a, is a is a cesspool or something like that. It is, dude. You ain't that far away, brother. What are your Rumble weekend plans now that we're through SmackDown already? Let's see NXT and then doing a show with Alex if he hasn't had a baby. And I think yeah, Anna's on that show. Well, if he's here, yeah, if not, true. I'm if not, I got to do the NXT show with Anna, and then we'll talk green card, and then yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh! And then Rob and this I have all doing, been building up to the Rumble weekend confrontation. Oh yeah, and then Rob and I are doing the uh, post uh, Rumble show here. I'm excited. Excited to have uh, 
excited to have Rob back on Fightful.com. Mm-hmm. The former best podcaster and best podcast host in America, which I stole from him. I took well, it from him. Former post-Raw guy over here on Fightful? Yeah. 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 I'm excited yeah, for that. This I was SmackDown was a nothing show. This SmackDown was a it nothing was. show, and the thing that ticked me off about it is it really didn't build the rumble all that much. For it me. was under Where the guise it? of an important show. Yeah. Under the guise of it. But it wasn't. It wasn't an important show. No, not at all. So what should we talk about? We've got quite a bit of time here. I know. <laughs> so, okay, just, is there any update on this Ryan Ward situation? Yeah, you had asked me about it, and I was like, well, and the person that I talked to said, the only way I could see that happening is if he's moved to Raw. But then Road Dog out and out said, yeah, I'm there, but they do all the heavy lifting. After I was specifically told that Road Dog's been doing a lot of the heavy lifting with the writing. Because mm. mm. I was watching this and going, this feels like someone else wrote it. <laughs> I did. I thought of you know, yeah. Vince and Vince was very heavy into it. It felt very like they're trying to get <laughs> like, Oh, we can't, we can't put too much shine on this show because if it's too good, it'll take away from that great raw last night. So let me tinker with it. a bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, I hope that is the case. I hope Ryan Ward is either still heavily involved or he's moved to raw because he did wonders for SmackDown. He did wonders for NXT. He did wonders for SmackDown. Uh, whatever he does seems to, to work very, very well. Yeah. Ooh, we have some questions. Please. Is this Alexa Naomi feud just a placeholder for elimination elimination chamber, then back to Alexa versus Becky for Mania? I don't know that they'll go back to Alexa versus Becky for Mania, but I do think it's a placeholder for elimination chamber. I'm not even sure they're not going to have just a multi-woman thing for the SmackDown roster at Mania on the pre-show, kind of like they did for the five-on-five match last year. Guys, go register. Go register at Fightful.com. Our shows with Shane Helms and Matt Riddle will be open this week to non-members. Uh, basically, as a little Royal Rumble preview, it is absolutely free to register. You get access to our forums, early access to articles, lots of neat stuff. Also, uh, you can be active on our Discuss forums. Come there for the Royal Rumble, for Evolve, for NXT. We've got live coverage. You can talk some trash on the boards at the bottom of our live coverage page interact with the community speaking of somebody says who's worse otunga or saxton jeff percy watson is the worst and then it goes he didn't even know what was going on like he had never seen number moon's finish before yeah yeah he's definitely the worst otunga's the next worst and look byron byron's growing on me I, I know he's oh, not great. On. Don't get me wrong. No, he's growing on me because he, he always has one dorky line that's actually legit funny that, 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 that just absolutely flusters Corey and he has no response for it whatsoever. And that, that endears me to him a bit. Hmm. But Otunga's worse out of those two, yeah. I think... Byron Saxon's gimmick is to be the whitest person on the planet. No, and I think, uh, yeah, and I think they, they, they script him that way on purpose. Be as lame as possible. And then he tops himself. I hate it. What makes you want to listen to that guy in a oh, color I don't. analyst role? I don't. But he does have an occasional redeeming quality, whereas Otunga, the only time he ever did was when he tripped up JBL that one time. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Did he trip him up? Yeah. On purpose or Yeah. He 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 went after him on a on, on, on a mistake, I think it was, or he made a reference and he just Oh broke no, I thought JBL. you meant physically I thought you meant like last week oh, no, when no, JBL no. tripped. Oh no no like, no 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 no. The, no JBL did that on purpose. I think. No. You don't think so? Hell no. I think it was stalling. Maybe. I don't know. I don't care. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> that was No, you're probably on... right. You're, no, hold on. Let me think about this real quick because I don't want dead air. No, you're probably right. You probably, probably you actually know, right. No, you're right. You're right because the way he fell was so... Yeah, that was out of control. Yeah, okay. 
I any ideas on, on who may be surprised Rumble entrance this year? I would speculate Samoa Joe. He's not booked for NXT. Booker T. I think because it's in Texas and they I need someone. Can, I don't think he can do it. I think they may give a one-day thing to Cody Rhodes if he's around. I don't know if he'll be around. but maybe. Booker had elbow oh. surgery a few months ago. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. We exclusively, I don't... We exclusively reported it uh, here on Fightful.com. I, I don't know if there's any guys that aren't in the usual canon of guys that they bring back for this that would not be there. I mean, look, I'd love to have Kurt Angle's music hit. That would make me go insane, but I don't think it's happening. Will Apollo Crews be in the Rumble? Uh, maybe. He's not in it right now. There's nine spots to fill, maybe eight, I think, now that Mojo's in there. So he could be one of those guys. Yeesh. Go after Dolph. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Someone has to go after Dolph. Yeah, we're, what? because he ain't, he ain't facing Jerry Lawler. No. And you got all these people asking if Kenny Omega will be in it. Kenny Omega's not going to be in the Rumble. No, he's in Chile Sorry, the, the day before, and I think he's still in a contract for a year if what Rob told we, – we taped Shake Them Ropes earlier today. Rob tells me he's under a contract for another year, even though he says it's up. Uh, did you see what I posted from Pro Wrestling Tees today? By the way, guys, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Get your Fightful T-shirts. They are on sale for fifteen ninety nine through the end of the month. Pro Wrestling T is, is it the tweet about Kenny Omega maybe leaving maybe leaving buy your t shirts yeah, now? It was brilliant. They're like Kenny Omega maybe going huh. to the WWE, buy his shirts now before they're gone. Always working, man. That that, that I, I I respected that to be honest with you. I really did. I thought that's clever. By the way, guys, well hey, you know what? We can make our Royal Rumble predictions tonight. Okay. This six woman tag match, who I don't even know who is in it. Who's winning? Baby faces heels. SmackDown Live. They're having a six-woman tag match? <laughs> People are going to kill us over this. Becky, Naomi, Nikki against Alexa, Mickey James, and Natalia. Oh, the heels. Rich Swan versus Neville. I think the heels are going to win, too. Rich Swan versus Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. I could see them putting it on Neville here. Um... I think there's a good chance they do, but they did do that thing where Rich Swan cut the promo saying he wanted to take on the entire division, and they may hold off and then give Neville the crown at WrestleMania, but I think Neville's taking it here. And then all the 205 guys are in a ladder match or something in, at WrestleMania. I think that's a fantastic idea, and I think Neville should be. Neville should be the captain of this entire situation. He should be mm-hmm. the dominant ass-kicking machine of this entire division, in my opinion. What else is next? Charlotte versus Bailey. I'm going Charlotte here. I don't think I think that you gotta really establish that Bailey can't win the big one, quote unquote, and that Charlotte wins all the big ones. I think Charlotte's winning. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they do for WrestleMania. I don't think they do a one on one rematch. I think they have a multi one match again, and then Bailey probably pins someone who's not Charlotte then. AJ Styles, John Cena. Will Cena win his 16th here at the Royal Rumble? Do you think they're maybe saving it for Mania somehow? How's this go? I think they're saving it. I think they're saving it for Mania. I think I think AJ Styles probably wins here, maybe with the assistance of Gallows and Anderson, since they're oh. going to be in the building for the tag team match. And then AJ probably loses the belt at Elimination Chamber, and then. I would just that. I would just love that if they just picked up where they left off at every one of these co-branded shows, which they did a tribute to the troops. I thought that tribute to the troops moment was very underrated, where it was the club, mm-hmm. New Day, and they're talking about the most dominant trio of all time, and then the shield is right there. Mm-hmm. Now, no explanation of why the why the shield is on the same page, but um hey. Is it that much to have Seth Rollins just backstage saying, I'm sorry. Is it that <laughs> tough? Is it that tough? And Reigns Continuity, goes, Continuity's hard for them. Reigns just goes, it's okay, you're my brother. I may have done the same thing if I were in your shoes. It's not that tough. No, it's not. The goddamn shield. People will let it slide. 
I mean, I was watching an old, old 605 episode and the guy, and Wahoo McDaniel, who had just turned babyface, was actually remembering, yeah, I used to be a heel. I used to do bad things. Now I'm going to do bad things again if it'll help me win. I was like, good. A babyface should never just go all clean if he used to be a bad guy. He should remember what he used to do. I like that. I do too. I still think WWE's really missing the boat on not having a John Jones character. Just one of those guys that's, like in all of his interviews, I'm blessed. Um, I'm really happy to be a part of this. Why don't you all come to my after party? We'll be giving away K-Swiss shoes at my after party. And then like there are videos that just emerge of him just doing rails of coke and <laughs> crashing into poles and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I thought you, I thought you meant like doing like dirty stuff in the ring, like poking people in the eyes and things like, like that. But, but he thinks that he gets away with it, but he doesn't. And he's really just this smug asshole. I think Apollo Crews would have been great for that because he seems like almost that fake nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. American Alpha could pull that off too. Yeah, they'd be great at it. They would be great at it. Man, that is a missed opportunity in my opinion. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, no DQ match. Chris Jericho above the ring in a shark cage. First off, what if the car- shark cage falls? What happens? Do don't, they cancel the Royal Rumble match? Don't don't joke about that. Don't. No, I'm not. I'm not going into that death. Jericho would stuff. wrestle the next night. <laughs> he would do it. He doesn't get hurt. Lot? He doesn't get hurt. DDP yoga, man. <laughs> uh, look uh, for the match. I think. Jericho dropped. I know. I know they don't pay you, but I still like it. Um, anymore, it's fantastic. It really is. But enough, Jer- enough putting over DDP. Yes, Jericho drops something from the cage. Roman Reigns ends up getting it. Pins Kevin Owens. That's what starts the Jericho Kevin Owens feud. Good call. I'm going with that too. Sasha Banks, Nia Jax. I am looking forward to this match. I think that Sasha Banks can have the right kind of style to take on a Nia Jax. And I think that a lot of these people look at a match with Nia Jax almost as a challenge to pull out a good match with Nia Jax. We've seen a couple girls that are able to do it. Do you think Sasha Banks will be that kind of person and who wins the match? I think it'll be okay. I mean, Sasha's the kind of girl who, who wants to rehearse quite a bit and wants, wants to practice her stuff. I don't know if Nia, I mean, look, watching her in NXT, she was fine with someone who could run her through the different paces and stuff. When she did a match with Asuka, she was fine. When she did a match with Bailey, she was fine. Um, I think Nia Jax goes over here. I don't, I don't think they let, I think they continue the, uh, Sasha was so injured that she couldn't, uh, she wasn't at a hundred percent to go up against Nia and Nia was just better on that day. And I think they end up probably with a four way at mania with Bailey and Charlotte. I hope Nia Jax starts using every move from a Samoan wrestler period. I'll take that. I mean, I I think her Samoan drop is pretty good to be honest with you. I hope she starts using the rock bottom, the bonsai drop. She used it the other night. I don't know what else we got. The running, the late drop, the late drop used to be, yeah. Yeah, like, the leg drop I mean, used to be her finisher, so. <laughs> Hope it happens. Yeah, I think Nia Jax goes over here. The club, or Guns and Gallows, whatever the hell you want to call them, versus Cesaro and Sheamus. I hope that Gallows and Anderson go over finally here, but like I've said before, I wish there was some sort of catalyst for their new success. Like Stephanie McMahon said, hey, we gave you these big-ass contracts, and you haven't lived up to them. We might terminate them. And then that's what leads to them fulfilling their potential. What do you think happens here? Goofiness, because there's two referees in this match. So I think it's the most likely scenario here is that one gets a pin on the other while the other is tapping out, and then they have to restart the match as sudden death. And then Cesaro and Sheamus win that way. But I would not put it past them to have one guy of one team pin one and one guy of another team pin another and then just yeah. decide to have mixed tag team champs. I would not oh, put it past man. him to do something wacky like that. 
something like Sheamus and Anderson are the tag champs. I don't see I that would, happening. I would not put it past them to do that, but I think I, I think Cesaro and Sheamus go over again. If that leads to Guns and Gallows having more grievances to air, I might be down with that. The 2017 Royal Rumble match. Who's winning it? The Undertaker. For the reason that I think I, my my theory is after after the reports from the show Monday night when Undertaker was having problems standing up, I can't think of a reason why they'd get him out of the ring otherwise, and I don't think he can take a bump on that hip. So it's the Iron Sheik corollary from the gimmick battle royal of many years ago. He's the only guy you can't eliminate. Bastard. So he's the guy Bastard who wins. Billy Jim from winning. Yeah. I'm with you there. I think they can figure a way to do it. Like maybe the undertaker gets crotched or something. Like there are ways there are ways. I mean, Jimmy Snuka and Roddy Piper in 08 went over. That's that's they, right. They are. They were in rough shape. Well, who do you like? <sighs> the Undertaker would make sense if if it's him versus Cena, which you never know. You, there are all these reports, well, they're not going that way. You don't know which damn way they're going. Nobody knows which way they're going. Him versus Roman's a possibility, too. I don't know that they know which way they're going. Could no, you I don't either. imagine that crowd if Roman Reigns beats The Undertaker at WrestleMania? <laughs> I'll be in that crowd. <laughs> they'll probably riot. I gotta be honest with you. I, I think uh, I think they'll want, the you know they'll want the Undertaker. They'll want the Undertaker. They'll want the Undertaker to go over. Of course they will. What is the thing? What's the deal? I Look back at all the last the, the last like ten Royal Rumble winners. Who was the last person when going into the Rumble match? This excludes surprises was the fan favorite. Like, the fans just, yay! It was probably The Undertaker in 07. Yeah. I, I, Isn't that fucked up? Well, there, I mean, there's a lot that's screwed up. Because, I mean, when was the last time the guy who won the Royal Rumble actually got to win the main event at WrestleMania? It's been a while. I think it's happened, like, twice in the last eight years. I think okay, yeah. And the uh, the last one, I got Orton in ninety nine, I think, or whatever not it was. I mean, it was not ninety nine, two thousand nine. Does that sound right? Okay. There were there were others. Let me. I'll look. I just did a stat piece on it, which is coming out this week. Fightful. The funniest one was when Alberto Del Rio wins the biggest Royal Rumble ever, and then ends up curtain jerking at that WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> Roman Reigns, well, he didn't win the title. Um, John Cena. At WrestleMania 29, he won the Royal Rumble and then beat The Rock for the championship. Well, yeah, that one. But he wasn't the favorite. No. How about this? The favorite, and, the favorite and being coronated. Well, and Triple H was the baby face in the order. Let those two together. I don't think... You- no, I, 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 you know, I can't think of the last time. I mean, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, man. Like you look back and like, when was the last time a baby face that the crowd liked went over in a Royal Rumble, then won the championship in the main event of WrestleMania? Right, because the crowd's been fighting Vince McMahon. I guess it was for Batista. that period of time. I guess yeah. it was Batista. Yeah. Oh my God. I think that says more about Vince's instincts than anything. His refusal to listen to the crowd and who they want. Because two straight years, they had to change. They had to change 14 and 15. They just mm-hmm. said to hell with it in 2016. And boy, was that a stinker. Yeah. You would think after three straight years of this, some adjustments would be made. Oh, no. Tell the people what you no, got going because on, I, Alex, or not Alex, well, I mean, Jeff. Well, I want to, I want to finish the point. I mean, oh, you, you remember now in, now in Canon, the whole Daniel Bryan getting over as an underdog was all scripted. It had nothing to do with the crowd. It was all part of their planning. 
So, I mean, they'll, they'll be able to retcon anything these days. Uh, so, before we did this show, and before I watched SmackDown, Rob and I recorded Shake Them Ropes. You can follow the show at Shake Them Ropes. We do a match-by-match breakdown of the Royal Rumble as well. Uh, Rob goes over our two pools for the Royal Rumble. We also go over the NXT TakeOver Weekend. And we go over our top 100 matches to see before you die. Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Versus, from Halloween Havoc, 1997. I love that match. I liked it. It should not be ranked this high, though. No, oh, how dare you? Should not be number five. Follow at Fightful Wrestle. That's where our live tweets are for wrestling now. Follow at Fightful MMA for MMA-related stuffs. Follow at Fightful Online for all of our stories, guys. See how my finger's going nowhere near where it should be? Ow. Follow those guys. It helps us out a lot. Subscribe to the website. Helps us out a lot. Share the website. Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, Facebook groups. It helps out a lot. Follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. Anything to tell the people before we go, Jeff? Anything? If you want to follow my drivel, I'm at at crapgame13 on the old Twitter machine. Somebody says shortest podcast ever, Sean. Joe does daily shows that are shorter than this. It's 55 minutes. How much more time do you want from us about SmackDown? There wasn't that much to talk about. There was nothing to talk about. Uh, I will try to call in this weekend from San Antonio. Hopefully uh, the audio, the connection will be okay. If not, they're just going to boot me because I'm not going to compromise the integrity of this award-winning website with crap quality. Well, maybe we don't want you. Maybe we'll be fine on our own, Dad. We can take care of ourselves, Dad. You don't need to be watching us all the time. I just ejected Jeff from the, from the podcast. That's, that's how I do things around here. You, you want to run your mouth? You're out. You're out. You get ejected. That's what just happened. You come onto my show. You trash me like that. You're out here offering green cards to my employees. You got my Monday guy showing up, cutting promos on you. Your boy's going to handle it. Your boy's going to handle it. Guys, please support Fightful.com. Visit the website. We've got all kinds of exclusives. We've got all kinds of live coverage, exclusive interviews, podcasts, uh, forums, live discussion, fun stuff. We're out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.